TheItSpot.com. You born in a barn? Yes. Mm. But so was Jesus, our Lord and Savior. working now yay so where were we where were we wait a second who are you who are you and what do you want why are you calling me <laughs> they're coming for me oh shit you gotta had, hide me i had nightmares about this no seriously are you preston buttons for real is this a ruse it is not a ruse then hi hello hello <laughs> I don't even know how we used to do this. Well, normally I would say, I'm Preston Buttons. And I'm the word whore. There you go. Okay. But don't we usually do stuff before that or <clears throat> not? I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, I'm trying to find my inspiration. Hold mm-hmm. on. I'm an ice cream cone and I'm melting and it's hot. Okay, I'm ready. Do you have ice cubes? Yes. That helped. That helped a ton. All right. Hi. It's been a while. It has been a little while. What you doing? Nah, nothing. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Right where we left off. Yeah. I, I was thinking, I should make some notes since it's been a while. You need to tell me about your Chicago trip. For sure. Yes. Uh, I went to uh, the States. And uh, traveled around. And it's funny because I, I do a, an awful lot of driving in my daily life. So going on a road trip just seems like a natural thing to do for a vacation. Right. And that's uh, sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand. I got that. that. Okay. Yes, Mrs. Buttons and I went on a... On a we circumnavigated Lake Erie, basically. Okay. Um, we went to uh, Pontiac, Michigan, usually called Detroit, except that it's not actually in Detroit. And saw the I saw the fine folks there. I don't know if we have any names for them. Mumblebee's sister and oh. her husband. Yes. Oh. Um. Oh yeah, her husband actually does have a name. It had something to do with boner. <laughs> But that's from so long ago, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, so we spent a couple of days <laughs> there, which was very nice. And then we uh, went back on the road and drove to some kind of park on this side of Lake Michigan that has these the Houses of the Future, okay. uh, which were something that Chicago used in Expo or something like that. In the the 50s or 60s. Yeah, that rings a vague bell. So they have like five homes that were show homes. And of course, they're they're awesome because, you know, they're the future is imagined in the 50s. So there are all these, uh, you know, fancy bungalows and weird circular things that. And they're better than the real future. uh, Yes. Yeah. The future as imagined is always better than the real future. And and, uh, then we went to Chicago. And you met Scott. And while we were there, we met Scott. We went to uh, Pizza Uno, or Uno's Pizza, I don't know which it is, for some deep dish uh, pizza. And And by total fluke, that's the only place I've ever been to in Chicago. (laughs) That was good. And what did you think of our dear Scott from TTN? Uh, Scott is exactly the way he is on the show. So there, there are no, no surprises whatsoever. No surprises. I'll just leave that where it is. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> the thing is, is of course, John was supposed to come up to Toronto. Yeah, he was uh, literally but... at the airport on his way to your home while you were in his home. Mm-hmm. And then his flight was canceled or something silly. Yeah. But so it was he, a total clusterfuck. 
Yeah, but he didn't make any attempt to, to come out and see us on the next night or anything like that. So I'm rather disappointed with John. I just know that Scott told me he had pizza and drinks with you and Mrs. Buttons, and he was home by 10. And that's all I heard. So I thought, wow, that was totally uneventful. I was waiting for big, messy stories and train wrecks and arguments and all kinds of shit. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing like that. It was a, it was a nice night. It, uh, we did go out for drinks after Pizza Uno, uh, for a little while, for a couple of hours, I suppose. Um, but then I guess he had to, he's got his life there, so he had to make it home at some point. Understandable. And then, of course, Mrs. Buttons and I continued as, as she, uh, got even drunker. Uh, we went and stopped at, uh, I don't know, one or two pubs on the way home. Uh, Chicago was, was nice, although, and we stayed in a nice place too, that we found through Hotwire that was way cheaper than it normally would have been. And, uh, if, if there was a problem with it though, is that it was in a nice area. It was in too nice of an area. Right. So that it wasn't surrounded by the stuff you wanted to go to. Not necessarily. And right. if you wanted to go at, like, we just wanted breakfast and we couldn't, we couldn't find like a diner or anything like that. So we ended up going in for a $30 breakfast, like at some French place. So that kind of sucked because everywhere was was kind of too nice so if you just wanted a snack it was kind of hard to it was just a little too frou-frou yeah but it was nice the hotel was uh was cool and everything um we went on a river architectural tour Uh, mrs buttons is very into architecture so that was a a big focus on this trip cool and uh and that was actually a pretty neat way to see the city from the water yeah. And then we got on the L and traveled out to uh, Frank Lloyd Wright's stomping grounds and uh, went on a tour of his old studio and saw some yes. other houses that he did. I knew that was one of your benchmarks on the tour before you left. Yes. Mrs. Buttons was thrilled by that because not only did we see the studio, but on the streets surrounding it, there's, there are many houses. So she was almost weepy at the end of the road because she she had seen more Frank Lloyd Wright, Wright houses on that street than she had in her life. So. Yeah, very cool. And, of course, seeing Chicago from the L train, too, was nice. We saw the Planet of the Apes movie while we were out there as well, too. How was it? It was good. Just good? Not as amazing as everyone was saying, but, but it was definitely, it was good. I think I liked the first one better. I think I've lost track of which one we're on and how many I've seen. So, Well, there's only two of them. Not counting the whole enterprise. No, I'm not talking about... You're talking about two new ones. The other eight of okay. them or whatever. Okay, so then I only haven't seen the new one. This is the next generation. <laughs> okay. I thought maybe I had missed one. That's all. Uh, so what did we do after that? Uh, we went, we drove to uh, Sandusky, Ohio. Why? Uh, because it is right next to Cedar Point, which is this huge roller coaster island, <laughs> basically. Okay. And it's it's a, it's like a Six Flags or whatever amusement park. Uh, but these guys are like, in terms of keeping up with the Joneses, these guys are the Joneses, yeah, or at least traditionally. Now the, I think they're the being, Joneses of roller coasters. The Joneses of roller coasters. Okay, yes. <laughs> let's just get some perspective here. The Joneses of roller coasters. Yes. Why have I never heard of this place before? Because you're not big into roller coasters. So if I was a, a roller coaster aficionado, I would know the Joneses of roller coasters. Yes, you, def- you definitely would have uh, okay. been there. That's for sure. I didn't realize you were a roller coaster aficionado. I, I'm not. Again, this is Mrs. Button's trip. I have oh. nothing to do with it. <laughs> okay. You were the driver. Um, I was. <laughs> you were the Driving driver. Mrs. Button's. That's a movie that I really enjoyed. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. How your friendship blossomed over the years—it was—it was really touching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's probably going to be a sequel. Driving Mrs. Buttons into the ground. <laughs> uh, I used to like roller coasters and stuff like that, but I haven't really been on them in 20 years. We did a trip here to the X one time. 
a couple of years ago where there's some small things and I got on them and, and it was pretty terrifying, not thrilling. Like I remember it being just scary. And these are, of course, these are shitty rides up here. So half of the fear is the fact that they're going to fall to pieces. Right. No, for me, that's all the fear always. Yeah. Well, it is for me too, but. It's not the ride itself that scares me. It's the fact that they could break down or fall apart or some horrible mishap is going to happen because I'm on it and I'm a jinx. But, um, you know, I went on all the rides that we could. There's huge lineups and stuff like that. So you don't get through a ton of stuff. But we did six or seven. So it's not like I chickened out on any of them. But after a little while, you get a little bit desensitized. But, you know, the first first couple definitely... Well, all of them scared me, but uh, definitely the first two terrified me. And one of the first ones that I went on, I didn't even want to go on it. This is an old wooden coaster. Mm, and Those scare me the most, but they're actually the coolest. They are in a traditional kind of way, but the, the one that we went on was like three and a half minutes of just bone-rattling distress. <laughs> uh, my back was killing me. My neck was killing me. You know, the rest of all the metal coasters are really smooth. This one was like, you know, the Indiana Jones chase in Temple of Doom. There's one like that at Canada's Wonderland. I can't remember what it was called. Something Beast. The Wild Beast, yeah. Yeah. That used to be my favorite. That thing would slam you around, too. You'd get bruises and shit off of it. Oh, yeah. But I used to like that one. (laughs) And now I don't know. I I think the thing with the Wild Beast, though, was probably only a minute and a half. I don't know. It felt like forever, and it really felt like it was built out of popsicle sticks by grade school children. Anyway, after that, uh, we went to Buffalo. Ooh. And we we didn't roll in until the armpit of about war. nine. Yeah. Uh, part of the reason for that is so that I wouldn't have a long drive on the last day. So we decided to stay relatively close to Toronto. Also, there's a place that I played with a couple of bands place called Nietzsche's that's on Allen Street in Buffalo. And so I thought, oh, it's, well, A, it's still around, and B, yeah, it'd be fun to go in there again. So we did go and uh, and check it out. And it's funny, they don't advertise at all. Looking on the, the calendar, it said, you know, 5 p.m., Bill and Bob play jazz saxophone or something. I didn't even know if it'd be open if we showed up later. As it turns out, we did. Uh, we we went down and it was open, and they had bands playing, which was great. So we hung out, and uh, one of the bands that were playing, who were great, they were a band called Rough Francis, and it it turned out like that. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the documentary, a band called Death. It's about the it's about this uh, an all black punk band from the early seventies. They're called Proto Punk because they're really Sort of punk before punk, uh-huh. which you hear fairly often. Anyway, they're this uh, this band that didn't really get any notoriety, not that much anyway. And then their kids discovered their music later on. It's like, you know, Dad, you were in a band kind of thing. It's yeah. like, oh, as a matter of fact. This story totally rings about. Yeah. There was a documentary about them last year or the year before. Hey, so the kids started playing their music. And then they... St- and they formed their own band and started doing their own stuff. Anyway, these were the guys that were playing, which was awesome. They were great. Uh, we ended up buying a, a long playing record off them. And, of course, a drunk Mrs. Buttons uh, got them all to sign it. And um, we met a cool guy from another band there and hung out with him for a while and got really shit-faced. Yay! And then we drove home the next day. And I was really Excellent. hungover. And that was it. So you didn't... You didn't have any stories from Detroit? Uh, oh, it was just fun. I mean, we mostly, I mean, we took the, uh, we took a ferry across instead of going through Sarnia, which was kind of nice. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, I mean, there's not really much to say. It was a nice time. All we did was hang around, drink, relax. We went out uh, on the boat, you know, had the, had a booze cruise. Uh, did a little bit of dancing, <laughs> impromptu dancing. Interesting. Uh, and uh, really all we did was sit around and eat and drink for the the whole time. 
Okay. Well, it sounds like you had a good good vacation. I'm yeah. glad. And and I can't remember the last time you had a vacation of any kind, so it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, last year well, last year we went on a road trip as well, but it was actually for only about 3 or 4 days. So uh so this was definitely the longest time away in I don't know, a decade. Next time it's going to be on a plane to somewhere nice though. Maybe Miami. Oh, you threaten. Mm. So what have you been up to? What I've been up to? Um, my last actual trip was to Austin, Texas. Oh, yes, that's right, of which, course. Yeah, I was going to start by saying, I mean, so much has happened since we last recorded. Um, Lulu Fontaine and her lovely husband have moved to Austin, Texas and retired there. So, yeah, I spent my birthday weekend there this year. I didn't expect to like Texas. I had a stereotypical Texas things in my head, and it was just not at all what I expected. It's beautiful. Well, you went to Austin, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not Texas. Austin is to Texas what Miami is to Florida. Right. It's a, it's a pocket of good <laughs> surrounded by a shitstorm of insanity. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, Austin's beautiful. I had a wonderful time. I had a great trip. It it was the first trip I've taken in I don't even know how long. A very, very like, long I time. Think, yes. The last place I've been anywhere was um, Richmond to visit Trapper John and his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change of scenery was very refreshing. If I could go back in time and tell everybody I know who's an up-and-coming, talented musician, I would just transport them all to Austin. The place is 100% entirely dedicated to live music. Live music in every venue, every day, every night of the week, every minute of the day. Hmm. It's magical. Miami's the exact opposite. I can't remember the last time I saw a live band here without making a 20 to 40 minute trek to do it. A big variety of bands, I'm sure, too. Uh, they, they all had a very, um, what I would call a New Orleans vibe, but I only call it that because the bands I know that feel that way are from New Orleans, hmm. if that makes any sense. It's sloopy, it's... It's not country, it's not rock, it's somewhere in between, and fun. Like, there's there's a lightheartedness and a funness to it. I don't even know how to put it into words. Funky, country, groovy, rocky, sloopy storytelling. <laughs> I know, that's not a genre that okay. comes up. It's not a genre that comes up in your iTunes, but it's <laughs> it's what it is. Really, really good stuff. Oh, cool. What else did you do there? Oh, fuck. I bought boots. <laughs> I bought my first pair of cowboy boots in my whole life. Everyone I've known who owns or wears cowboy boots, it's like once they're in them, they're in them forever for everything. And I, I thought that was nuts. I mean, I remember days when, I mean, we're we're going back 20 years here, but Mumblebee would wear them with his suits to work. He, you <laughs> know, true, yeah. he, he was invited to a fucking golf business thing and he showed up in cowboy boots. They never left his feet. I didn't understand it. I remember times being on the beach and he was wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know you're not. <laughs> I'm not kidding. They were glued to his feet and I didn't get it because I'd never owned a pair. Now, I get it. I never want to wear anything else. They are so comfortable. They're well, first of all, they're the most beautiful boots ever made on the planet of the earth. They're fucking I thought you gorgeous. were gonna say the planet of the apes. Yes, that too. They're fucking gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I never want to wear anything else. They're so comfortable, it's ridiculous. And the more you wear them, 
they're like artificial intelligence of boots. They just conform to your feet in a way that no other footwear does this. Do you think think that they'd be able to translate that to other boots? I don't even know what's going on in there. I just know that I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I want to be a cowboy. You can be anything you want. (laughs) Thank you. I don't even know what being a cowboy entails. I just know I want to wear these boots every... I didn't even want to take them off to sleep. Maybe that's why guys would always die with their boots on. (laughs) That's the thing. I'm going to die with these boots on. And I don't even care if it happens tomorrow. They're just so pretty. Did you have any barbecue? We had nothing but barbecue. (laughs) We had barbecue for every meal. Mrs. Buttons is in Dallas right now. No way. She's on a she's actually on a business trip for a few days. Oh no wonder you get to talk to me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I know. It helps. <laughs> Mostly cuz she's not just walking around muttering to herself in the background. I don't see why we can't record while she's doing that. I think it might add something. <laughs> So uh, one thing that uh, Mumblebee's sister's husband, whatever his name is. (laughs) I don't know. All I remember is we had a conversation either with him or about him that he hates the term boner. So that's uh, that's why in my head we gave him some awful name like brother-in-law boner. But (laughs) but it's probably not right. Well, he said... uh... His advice on going to Texas was that, like, everyone wants to have steak, but don't get steak. You can get steak anywhere. He said, go for barbecue. So that's the magic of Texas. He's, co- he's correct. And the the cost of living there is so much lower. It's just, there's a major appeal. Than Miami? Yes. And Toronto, I imagine. And Toronto. Don't. Don't make it seem like Miami's more expensive than Toronto. Toronto's no, become insanely expensive. Yeah, it's madness. It's and madness. Go, and going for this road trip is just really sort of uh, eye-opening. At home, because uh, like gas is so much cheaper, and just everyday things are ten times cheaper. In the limited four, five, four and a half days I was there. Every meal we had, it was just like, is this a joke? Is there a mistake on the check? Everything was so much cheaper. And we had so much fun. And we did nonstop, all the time, live music, dinners, lunches, movies. Oh, we went to this really cool movie theater at a place called The Ritz, where it's a movie theater, but you put in your food orders and drink orders and these waiters creep through the dark and fill your orders and just put your stuff in front of you. And um, the movie was Laura, which I don't know if this is going to ring a bell to you at all, but it was the movie that inspired Twin Peaks. No, I don't know it. I think you would really enjoy it. You should watch it. Hmm. And uh, this place was called The Ritz? It was, yeah, but... But apparently this is totally common to have movie theaters where you get to order food and booze and that's totally normal. Well, I was going to ask you if you went to the Alamo <laughs> Draft House because that's a famous one. We did not. We went to the Ritz instead. That's same same thing, booze and movies. I think it's yeah, I think it's the same premise. But I just love it. I don't know I don't know why we can't do that everywhere. Oh, we should. <laughs> I like my movies with booze. That's how I watch them at home. Why can't I do that outside of my home? I'm still not paying 17 bucks to see a friggin' new movie in a theater, though. I only do it for some. Why not just wait? It would have to be really important for me not to wait. I'm sorry, I have to pee. I had a thought and I had questions and I remembered I wanted to talk to you about Monty Python live, mostly live. Mm -hmm. And... And then I realized I had to pee. Hold on. Okay. Bye. Oh, you won't hear it because I made a tent. And I'm not going to flush my toilet because my toilet runs. That's true. I won't hear it. If I had it set up so that she was running through the compressor, I could turn it up. But I can't on this. And she's running water anyway, just in case. Do, 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 do. Oh. 
I'm sort of back. Uh, anyway. You're sort of back? I'm so, no. I said that before I put the headphones on. That's what I meant by sort of back. Physically, you can hear me, but I can't hear you yet. But now I can. So, as dorky as it sounds, going to the Monty Python Mostly Live, which was actually kind of live. Right. That was worth the fucking price tag for me. There was a point to it. There was a purpose. It's like, yeah, I can watch this later, but watching it as it's happening is meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. With 98% of movies, I can't think of a real reason other than someone spoiling something for me to not just wait and watch it at home for infinitely cheaper or nothing. <laughs> well, it uh, it's, it's certainly depends a... on the, the movie for me. I mean, some movies right. you have to see in the theater. But that's what I'm saying. Like, name one other than Planet of the Apes. Name one. The Doctor Who premiere that's coming out soon. Uh, all the, the Hobbit movies. I watched all of those at home. Hmm. And for me to say that, that's a big deal. There was a time I would have been the first dork in line. A 20-foot screen is always going to be better than a 5-foot screen. Unless it really doesn't matter for the movie. And for some people, it just doesn't matter at all. So It's all proportionate. How far away I am from my television screen can be the exact same experience from being... Well, that's true. You can, also, <laughs> right? you can control the volume so that it's louder or I quieter can or whatever. The volume, I can feed myself. I can drink whatever I want. But when I go to the... I can pause. <laughs> when I go to the movie, at least if I, if I have any say in it, I go to a place like the Paramount and I sit in a place where the screen almost fills to my peripheral. Right. That, that would be my preference. And I wear my contacts. I will not watch a movie wearing glasses. So that there isn't any kind of obstruction at all. Like, I go for the immersion. I appreciate the immersion. For me, lately, it's not, it's either it's not doing that for me, or there hasn't been a movie that I've felt that strongly about that I needed it. And I can't decide which it is. Mm. Maybe that's it. Anyway, in Austin, (laughs) it was not even part of my story, but. While I was in Austin, in addition to going to see the wonderful Laura movie experience at the Fed Us and Boozed Us Up Theater, um, we went to just a regular run-of-the-mill movie theater and saw the James Brown movie, which was atrocious and a giant waste of our time. And we all walked out of it saying... Oh, we could have done a million other things. I I don't even know what you're talking about. That shocks me because they're promoting the shit out of it. It had so much potential. It needed 5,000 editors. It was a train wreck. At least two hours too long. And no movie should ever be two hours too long. Oh, I think I... I you know what? I've heard of the movie, yeah. but I don't know. I heard about it recently. Okay. And I haven't heard anything about it. I didn't even know it was out. Oh, it's been out for a couple of weeks, at least three weeks. So the fact that you're not hearing about it is because it's a train wreck. The acting was wonderful. The editing was astonishingly bad. Anyway, I didn't even mean to go there. I had uh, I, I had all these kinds of other things to talk about. It's We haven't talked to each other in so long. We've got a year's worth of... Of nothing, really? (laughs) A year's worth of chatter and one story. Speaking of stories, we should do a story. A lot of stuff has happened since we talked last. Dreamy Dean got married? Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. I forgot about that. How can you forget that? Well, it wasn't in my head this instant. It's big news, man. Hearts broke all over the world. (laughs) It's like George Clooney getting engaged. It's it's big news. I moved. 
You moved. Oh, yes. Oh, and I hear you're now the proud owner of my old couch. I am. I just wanted to remind you that if you're going to bitch at me about the cigarette burns, you're the one who put them there. (laughs) I wasn't going to. Okay. I just wanted to remind you, if you said, thanks for the couch, it's got cigarette burns in it, I was going to remind you, you did it. Well, I, I have no recollection. I can remind you of the recollection. (laughs) Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. Um, There was one night that we decided to watch Durham County, all of it, in one one blurry, drunken stupor, even though we'd recorded three episodes and then decided to watch Durham County. And you fell asleep and burned the couch really badly. Did we ever finish that? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. That's a story I'm going to have to revisit because I don't remember anything about it. Anyway, yes, we should read a story. And for anyone who's still out there listening, this is, as far as I can tell, unless Buttons has other information, the last dusty story in the bag. I don't know. I could be wrong, but we, I can't find, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. If they come, we will build it. I I have three, but I don't know. Okay. I have a plot plunge. Send those to me because the you one I... You sent it to me. The I'm one just I, looking at an email that you sent to me like the, you know, two years ago. The one I forwarded you this afternoon is the only one I could find that I thought was unread. So... Anyway, uh, I'm, so... I'm ready. In uh, in the mail bag, the dusty old bag, we have something. Do is this accompanied uh, by I don't know an author or? I assume so. Someone wrote it. Yes, <clears throat> this is uh, from Carter Lee. I've never even heard that name before, so he's either a one-time submitter or my memory's fucked. Yeah, I don't know. It was sent uh, August of last year. Oh, that's recent. It is, <laughs> relatively. Mojo of the Bloodfire Apes. The night hung over the city like a dead fish on a clothesline. Hot, damp air sidled up close and wrapped itself around you like a wet fur coat. Which wouldn't have been comfortable if I didn't have my own fur. Nevertheless. Primate City was lit up in all her neon glory, throwing cheap light up to the overhanging clouds, telling the vanquished, vanished. It's been a while since we've done this. Oh, it's been a while since I've read words. (laughs) Telling the vanished son that she'd never be fine if it never came back. I'd lived in the big banana all my life. But she never looked better to me than she did at night's beginning. I didn't even miss the daylight anymore. This is a rusty podcast. I took a last drag off my smoke and flicked the butt out of the open window. The falling (laughs) member... Falling members are funny and butts out of open windows are even funnier. The falling embers' momentary arc joined the flashing lights of the city, adding its little glow to the dazzling array. As it disappeared into the shadow of the grubby alley below, I considered what the night might have in store for me. Sometime before dawn, I had to meet crackers down at the stockyards to pick up my medicine. I also had a bit of business to work out with Eddie Medium Size, current boss of the Capuchin Brotherhood. I used to date Eddie Medium Size. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you work with Big Eddie? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> I'd worked with Big Eddie, the old Capuchin boss, a couple of times, but Eddie Medium Size didn't have Big Eddie's brains or flair for business, but cash is cash, so I might take the job from him. Wow, this cold reading thing, I, I used to be pretty <laughs> I used to be pretty good at it. We were never good at it. We were never good at it. <laughs> oh, what'd you do? 
I hit my mic stand. I wasn't worried about finding action tonight, though. I had that feeling, the old familiar one, down in the gut, that I wasn't going to be hanging around my office here in the hominid building all night, rhapsodizing about my city in the night. The fur on the back of my hands was tingling, and Sally, nestled in my shoulder holster, seemed restless. Something was up tonight and headed my way. Therefore, I sat back and let it come. There was a knock at the door. I smiled a little. You learn to trust your feelings. As a P.I., even more so than the average gorilla. I ran my tongue over my sharp canines and thought that you can bet the bank on your gut when you're a vampire gorilla P.I. You have the monkey? Dun, dun, dun. You have the fucking monkey? I, I have thought, the monkey. I thought we torched that son of a bitch. <laughs> I actually just found it a couple of days ago. <laughs> I opened up an old drawer and there it was. Gorillas and monkeys aren't the same thing. That's true. And that was Mojo of the Bloodfire Apes. Terribly read by us. Unless there's a second page that I don't well, have. There might be. But that's all I could find. So, and nothing has ever been brilliantly read by us, so I don't think we owe anybody any apologies. Uh, you as... get what you get, and you know what you're going to get, <laughs> you get, and you get what you pay for. Yeah. And that was uh, by Carter Lee at carterlee.blogspot.com. Thanks, Carter Lee. Yes, thank you. Bag's empty, so uh, send in uh, some Well, stuff. it might be empty. Pending your research. Oh, yeah, but it's whatever it is. It's pretty low. Oh, I know it's low. I'm just saying, if you think we have more, you let me know. Um, how about a phone call? It's a good idea. How we do it, I do not know. <laughs> I know I bought credit so that we could call regular phone lines. Yeah, but that costs money. No, but I already bought them, so we need to use them. I just don't know. I don't remember how. Did that work? Hello. Preston Buttons, to uh. what do I owe this pleasure? <laughs> such a long time, such a great pleasure. Oh. Preston, listen, I found Disco Lou. Disco Lou. That's good. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> like, Neither could he. So it's just like, what are we calling him? <laughs> Neither could he. <laughs> All right, you two talk amongst yourselves for a second while I get my shit together. Okay. Hey, whatever that means. How are you? Uh, or are we on the air? We're on <laughs> the air. You can't call him that. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were still off. Nope. I thought that's what getting your shit together, man. No, <laughs> no he he's the one who's on. recording. The all the okay. all the dirty shit that we said before he joined us is <laughs> what was off air. So what's uh what's happening in the uh, international uh, world of mystery? Disco Lou. <laughs> international world of Disco Lou. Well, Disco Lou has been traveling more than enough, and right now you're catching me in a moment of a very casual relaxation, sitting on a lake on an island, Yay. watch the sunset, taking it all in. It's been a while. Is it Brown Island? It's something like that. I think we named an episode after that. <laughs> Your adventures on Brown Island. <laughs> That's clever. I see what you did there. Mm. I'm sure I'd uh, love to hear that episode sometime so I know what my adventures were. <laughs> I don't know. It had something to do with Lego. That's all I remember. But okay. um, no, really what's going on with you? Because it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. I've been married, divorced, and married again since I last spoke to you, I believe. <laughs> 
That's a... Believe it or not, I have the same wife after all that. I How know. How does that happen? How does that happen? That is, that's madness. That's what it, that is. It, it, no, it's not it's, madness. It's, it's meant to be. It's meant to be. That's all I can say. Who's paying for those weddings? <laughs> well, um, we haven't actually gotten married yet, so we're, we're uh-huh. in the planning stage. I see. So it's not like you've been doing this for the dowries or anything. No, not really. Although, I mean, we <laughs> he did, did get, he we did, did get a couple of goats and a chicken, and sold two houses and bought a third. And I can assure you that uh, everyone who found out about the news was overjoyed to hear that we got back together. But nobody more so than the real estate agents yeah. and the lovely tax man, only in our fair city of Toronto, if I'm allowed to say that, uh, the only city in the land, as far as I know, that has. A land transfer tax on top of an annual tax for simply having property. They have to pay, uh, uh, get paid when you just buy it. Mm-hmm. So it's a beautiful thing. A beautiful thing. And I've paid it three times now. <laughs> so, yeah. Tell us all your good news. All the good news. Well, like I said, uh, you know, my business is going well. Uh, back with my long lost girlfriend from when I was 18. And uh, kids are thrilled. Friends are happy. Family's great. My brother's engaged to be married. No! Yeah. Oh, shit! He's been a long standing holdout. James, I, so. had, I had dibs on your brother. Fuck. <laughs> he he was know that. he was my plan D. <laughs> what did you say D? <laughs> <laughs> D like in dead, but I'm dead, that's my No, plan. <laughs> like D as in fourth. <laughs> Shit. Well, he's going off the market. He's been a long standing oh, holdout. Mid forties and finally taking the plunge. That's that's with him. All right, tell and, him, uh, tell him you can invite me. Uh, I will, I will. In fact, um, it will be south, not uh, not in your climate, but the other side of the other side of the continent, shall we say, the wedding itself. So, looking forward to that. Uh, that's not uh, for a bunch of months now, and uh, moved into a new house, uh, which, in my opinion, was absolute turnkey. Step through the door, drop your bags off, and you're living there. Of course, my wife, lovely wife, long-standing <laughs> wife, new wife, and old wife. She had a different opinion, and in her opinion, it needed a little bit of work, just a tweak here and nudge there. Well, that turned into a dump truck there and a framing guy here, and before I know it, I will be working until I die to pay for. But that's part of the joy of getting back together. Of course. <laughs> so yeah. that's uh, that's the excitement on uh, my agenda right now. I had a very big birthday. I don't really want to say what it was, but I celebrated it in the summer by powder skiing in Argentina. Is that awesome or what? I remember that. It was very cool. I think I actually spoke to you while you were doing that. That's quite possible. That's quite possible. I was, uh, and I don't know what you I don't know what you mean by very big birthday. <sighs> big enough that it warranted a trip uh, to the other hemisphere. Let's 20, put it that way. Twenty-five. Close. Divisible by that, probably. Divisible by that, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter century and all that sort of thing. <laughs> so good times were had. Good times were had by all. And now you're uh, you you are relaxing in a an island in uh, in where like in in no North he's America? in Muskoka he's in oh, Barry okay. I am I am she's got it she's figured me out she's stalked no me. I I me. I know where Brown Island is Brown Island <laughs> I know <laughs> what goes on there too. <laughs> It's a special place. It only is. by a few. It's a special place. <laughs> I just dropped there for a second, by the way. Uh, so what's going on with Buttons in the Horror? Tell me. I Tell know. me what's going on with Buttons in the Horror. It's been a need, long time. You need news from Buttons. You've seen me more recently than Buttons. That's true. Soon. That's true. I, uh, Did we lose him? Uh, sure. No, no, I'm still here. Although the connection isn't the best, though. 
well, I've I've been living, you know. Uh, I'm I moved into a new place, uh, which is good. It's above ground and has a balcony, and so that's that's the the major excitement in the past little bit. That's exciting. It is having a view. Uh, West End. I've got a, a nice view of Humber Bay from the twentieth floor. Oh, nice. So. Nice, nice. Sounds like you're, you're living close to my brother. Quite possibly. Plan I'm, D. <laughs> Plan D. <laughs> <laughs> he submitted a story to us once. Did he? Yes. Did we the read di- it? The dirty one about the professor and the naughty little schoolgirl. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> How can you not remember? Oh, I don't remember any of the stories. We only had 17 stories about naughty schoolgirls and professors. Isn't that a sort of weekly chapter? <laughs> and what's the beautiful, sunny, southern climate like right now for you, Ms. Hoare? So hot, it's ridiculous. Sweaty, humid, yucky, it. Sounds wonderful. Well, it hasn't been the greatest summer where we are, so I can assure you I would be without uh, a trade. We've got a lot of cold, nasty, rainy weather, and I think it's going to thunderstorm again tomorrow, but I'm just going to chill, have a little snooze in my hammock today. When was the last time you had a snooze in a hammock? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have, to, I have to ask you something, Disco Lou. You describe your current life using a band name. That's difficult. Um, that's difficult. Um, current versus former versus no, former. No, current. Former. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm just being joined by a young little person in my life who sat down next to me. I know, but you're just going to say a band name, so that's okay. not... Okay, and I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm going to say... That would be mean if I said Coldplay, wouldn't it? Oh, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I was yes, going to say Rocket from the Crypt. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I guess you don't hear that one very often. You're both awful. <laughs> Come on. No, be real. Okay. Um, ACDC? Is that saying too much, or was that my former life before? That sounds like uh, a lot of batteries, and that sounds <laughs> a lot like what's going on at my house. I thought it was actually a scripture of kind of role play, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not how I took it. I took ACDC as back. Clearly not. Clearly, clearly not. You're slipping. <laughs> it means he has his balls electrocuted. How about you, <clears throat> What's your sex life in a band name? In a band name? Yeah. I'm shocked at how hard this is. It is hard. That's not a band name. Fleetwood well, Mac? I, I will go with, I'll go with Red Hot Chili Peppers then. How's that? <laughs> Come on, Buttons. What do you got? Uh, Bad Brains. That's your sex life? <laughs> Come on. What are, that explains supposed, a lot. what are we supposed to think about that? I don't know. <laughs> That's awful. Coldplay and Bad Brains, you both have a really shitty sex. <laughs> Well, uh, in the mornings, my preference is Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, see, Radiohead makes sense. That would have been a good answer for me because mine's all long distance and one side. Okay, that explains a lot, too. Yeah. Radiohead doesn't make sense for you. I guess not. No. Unless it's a Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, bump. <laughs> Seriously, you both really sucked at answering questions. Oh, there you go. What else uh, has has been going well, on? You guys, you guys, it's a pleasure to hear from you. <laughs> That's his out. I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna have to sign off, my friends. I have uh, a little one next to me who's nine uh, o'clock and uh, looking at bedtime, and, and so I'm gonna oblige her as much as it's riveting and. Uh, um, enjoyable to hear from you guys. Yes, well, uh, enjoy your stay up at, at uh, Brown Island or whatever it's called. <laughs> it's, it's 
down I land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love you, Disco Lou. Thank you for answering your phone. Thank you. And let me know uh, if you ever make it up to my neck of the woods and uh, and buttons. Uh, love to join you and catch up. Um, shoot me a note. Yeah, we'll do that soon. Okay. Okay. All right. Take it easy. Take care. Bye. And tell your brother I'm pissed off. I think he's gone already. <laughs> I know. That's I waited until he was gone uh, before he said it. I don't think I've ever met his brother. He did send us a story. Hmm. I can't believe you had no answer for describe your sex life using a band name. Well, I did have an answer. You just didn't think no, it was you, very good. No, it was a shitty answer. <laughs> no brains? No, I said bad brains. <laughs> It's a bad answer. I said rocket from the crypt before, but you didn't catch that. <laughs> oh, hey, we should wrap up. Okay. Um. Okay. So we don't have any stories left in the mailbag. So if they come, we will build it. What else do they need to do? I'd say color cardio on line, but I don't even know if it's still working. And uh, send us a story at shorts at uh, theitspot.com. And uh, you can go on the forums. <laughs> I think I Come lo- on! Nobody has forums anymore. I think I logged in and posted something there a couple of days ago. Or no, not a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago. Bullshit. Nobody even has forums anymore. I don't even know how to get on it anymore. Uh, there's a Facebook page, whatever the address of that is. And um, and other yeah. kind of shit. Go to yeah. air, air com. You'll see links to uh, everything you need to know. That'll work. And that's about it. What is the audio comment line? Shows me your... You have to say the actual number. <laughs> 76 shows, as in shows me your. <laughs> I had to smack it against the table a bunch of times. It wouldn't work. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Bye. Ciao. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts! My shorts! Well, I'm sure that was a terrible episode. Oh my god, we're so rusty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there was much there. Also, there was some audio problems, so we'll see. A couple of times it would come up saying, your connection is slow and blah, blah, blah. Okay. I mean, it should be just taking a direct line from me that has nothing to do. Oh, Jesus Christ, now it goes off. <laughs> I can't believe you have that monkey. Freaking me <laughs> Neither out. could I. I found it. I'm like, holy crap. I love that you have it, but it's so annoying. <laughs>